Hey everyone, and welcome to Zero Distortion. So, fun time today. I get to talk about a band that I discovered this year, actually. And I grew to really, really enjoy their stuff. We're talking about Kardashev and their new-ish album from this year called The Barring of Shadows. So... Kardashev is an American band. They're kind of like a post-death metal band, like the closest thing to like true post like post-progressive death metal band or as their self-proclaimed death gaze. It's the closest to that sound that I've really gotten. Ulcerate is also really close. I mean, Ulcerate is there, it's just a different kind of atmospheric, like, whereas Kardashev is one of, is like really wide open, shoegazy kind of structures with Ulcerate. Ulcerate is like, as opposed to wide open, they're like claustrophobic, suffocating, like really ultra heavy, and it's just, the walls are closing in on you heavy, and that that's a totally different feel from what Kardashev is. Now, I know their lead vocalist is Mark Garrett. He does a YouTube channel. He also do, he does a lot of like vocal coaching and teaching lessons and things like that and he kind of like listens to heavy bands and their vocals and kind of breaks down what they're doing and how they're doing it and analyzes that and kind of makes it easy for a layman to to kind of digest which is really neat i enjoy his youtube channel so the barring of shadows it's not a long album it's not some people would probably consider it an ep but i mean they kind of build it like it's an album honestly and it's weird because like their last their last one the almanac i think is longer but they consider it an ep so it's kind of up to you know however it's however it's perceived by the band but it was released may 12th of this year it's four tracks and it runs 25 minutes and 54 seconds it's real quick and real tight I wouldn't say it's like that death metal formula I mentioned when I spoke about, I think it was the episode on Blood Incantation. I spoke about like the four or five tracks, you know, usually one really long one somewhere. This isn't that. They're all, they're all similar in length. Eh. There's the longest track is about eight minutes long. A little under eight minutes long and the shortest track is like you know four and three quarters I the only thing I uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it we'll get into it this is a fun album this is a good album a really good album uh, without further ado let's let's dive on in so starting off with first impressions I thought it was I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really great, but not quite on the level of their last one. Their last one was just so it was so 
crushing but also emotional and atmospheric and it, it, it just hit all the right it hit all the right buttons for me but after time I definitely feel like the barring of shadows is on the same level as the almanac but in a different light the almanac is like it's it leans more into the death metal side of things as far as this band goes whereas the barring of shadows is more along the more post metal feel the more atmospheric i would say now there's still a good bit of death metal to take in here it's just it's just a little bit less prevalent on this album okay so we start off with a frame a light first of all before i even mention this uh, something i don't really see very often at all ever maybe is that when i downloaded this album it's pack you usually when they come from Bandcamp, they're packaged with maybe like a lyric booklet or some extra pdfs artwork or whatever and i mean the cover art well this one includes a different cover art for each different track which is really neat because it's like it's trying to tell a story through images through imagery but I'm not entirely certain of the story, uh, whatever this album's trying to tell. I'm more so focused on just reviewing it. But we start with A Frame of Light. It starts off with an echoey, clean riff before uh, bass and drums enter. This song, This goes on for about a minute and a half before the song picks up. Heavy distortion comes in with these huge chords that you can just get lost in. Just those wide open, huge, shoegazy, post-metal chords. I'm, it's not totally shoegazy here. It's mostly just like this huge, wide open, expansive feel that you get from the music. Not sure how else to describe it. Then you get Mark's clean vocals coming in, just so beautiful. His range is really, truly out of this world. He can go from crooning to smoky barroom to Satan himself in no time flat, as he does here. The music is still heavy, but the heaviness is more sparse here than on the al almanac, like I said. Um... It's still heavy, just in certain places, you're going to feel it more. Uh, there's quite a lengthy break in this song, near the middle, where the music slows, and the and uh, you get just kind of some, just kind of a nice reprieve, and then the beginning part reprises. And then you get the next verse with singing and high screams at the same time. And that same riff from a minute and a half in continues to drone on there at the end. With a lead coming in near the very end. It's amazing how much they do with so little there. Really only there's a there's really there's only a couple of riffs here. And this one riff plays almost throughout. The same idea is always present post metal at its finest next up we got snow sleep again this one starts off clean this song has a similar early 
build to the payoff that the last song had kind of you know a clean beginning and then it builds up to just an explosive blast of distortion however this song has a lot more it's a lot more along the death metal line musically heavy tremolo takes over with insane double bass like right as soon as things pick up the song slows after that and mark's clean singing comes in with some ethereal vocals intertwined and then double bass comes back as mark picks up and just absolutely belts out the chorus the chords are loud here but they're not dissonant then we get into blast beats before a quick reprisal of the chorus this is where i kind of feel like mark is classically trained i don't know that for sure he certainly has the skills this song is less atmospheric than the last but this band never turns off the atmosphere truly they just use it in different ways now i will say this here this album feels a lot more emotional than the almanac but it seems to get more emotional as you listen the first song is almost a primer for what you get into on the rest of the album and then at the end of the song you get some layered acapella vocals as the music fades into a strange kind of creepy atmosphere before one final line of lyrics no wonder this guy teaches folks how to do vocals like it's it's insane what he's able to do also to note this whole song i believe is in three four i don't think it ever leaves three four i could be wrong don't hold me to that now we come to torch passing again starting clean but this one is far more somber and melancholy even the distorted riffs are more melancholy here the chord progressions have a certain way of con- conveying that emotion. There's a lot more clean singing in this one than the last. It's overall a lot more toned down than the previous song. It makes for a pretty good balance. And there's some female vocals about three minutes in. And then we get into the build to the end. This is my favorite part of the album. I'm not sure of the story here, if any, but this is the point where the music makes me feel true sadness. I get cold chills every time it comes up. It's just a slowdown and some very light lyrics and then another explosion. And Mark's not like belting the lyrics out or anything. He's just singing. But there's such a sadness to his singing here and i don't know this this one this one hits me hard i love i love torch passing and then the distortion almost disappears like immediately and leaves behind just clean guitar and singing and mark i just noticed this he kind of reminds me of inar from leprous i just noticed that it's not like a total one one comparison but he reminds me a lot of an R. Mostly on this album, not totally in general, mostly on this album. 
But now we have the final track, Heartache. This one starts off clean as well, but with a growing swell of distortion. And then the music drops out before distortion crashes in, like really crashes in. Again, this one's heavier than the last, almost like an alternating pattern. Snow Sleep and Heartache are the much heavier tracks, whereas A Frame of Light is very atmospheric and post-metal. And then Torch Passing is its also pretty atmospheric. It's more emotional. So you kind of get an alternating pattern on the songs. Heavy double bass and tremolo are again a feature here. The song sounds far more sinister than the rest of the album, not quite as emotional. There's a short break near the end before breaking into a heavy outro riff. Then near the end, yeah, double bass enters as the music fades gradually before like just the drums are left and a crescendo. You get just this nice little crescendo on the drums. It's a fantastic end. And to note, these guys really like 3-4. This one's in that time signature as well. I think a lot of their stuff is. Like their... Oh, what's the song from... What's the song from the Almanac that is like between sea and sky? I'm pretty sure that one is... Much of it is in 3-4, if not all of it. They, they really like to sit in 3-4. They like it a lot. Totally fine with that. It's great. It's it's a lot. It's a, it's a great time time signature. And it kind of, you know, separates you from all the people that do 4-4 four, four usually. Being the band that does 3-4 generally. <laughs> so, overall, this is an awesome album. It's a great album for anybody who likes like heavy atmospheric music or just heavy music in general like it's it's very it's very melodic and it's very emotional and you know it'll make you feel stuff and it's really really short you don't have to invest a whole bunch of time listening to it you can pop you can put it on and listen to it a time maybe two in under an hour it's really cool if you're more for the heavy side of things, I'd recommend their last EP, The Al the Almanac. It's much heavier. It's more along the lines of death metal, but it's also it's still very atmospheric. They did not just learn how to leverage atmosphere on this album. But this is right on par with The Almanac, I believe at least. A lot of people would prefer The Almanac. I think I still kind of prefer the almanac to this but i mean just i have to put these albums like neck and neck they're both just that good only gripe i hate that their albums are so short the almanac is only like six tracks seven tracks it's like five songs and it's uh i just had it pulled up on my phone it's 31 minutes and that's considered an EP, and this is not, apparently. This the album's 25 minutes, but it's not considered an EP. It's fine. It's whatever they consider an EP. It's, it's cool. My problem is, I really want more. I don't know 
what their schedules look like or why they do it like this. Maybe it's just their preference, which is totally fine. I just wish I had more of these guys at a time as opposed to just a, a handful of songs. Now, the cool thing is they work really fast and I haven't looked at their Patreon in a bit, but they were working on new stuff already. So who knows? We could get new Kardashev again this year. Uh, we don't know. We'll have to see. So standouts, Snow Sleep and Torch Passing. The Snow Sleep is the first one that jumped out at me when I first heard the album, just with the vocals, the clean vocals, and the just the, the stark heaviness from the track previous. I did not see Snow Sleep coming from what I heard in a frame of light. And then Torch Passing, just the emotion it conveys is just breathtaking. I love it. And then there's nothing on this album that I don't like or don't care for. Nothing at all. Go buy it. Go pick it up. It's it's awesome. Uh, it's awesome. Definitely a band that you should check out if if this is your if this is your cup of tea, for sure. If you enjoy Zero Distortion, you can support by clicking the support button on my Anchor profile. You can pledge to my Patreon, patreon.com slash x3r0distortion. You can follow me at x3r0distortion on Twitter. Thanks, guys, and until next time.